Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Million Dollar Monday, Slee. Jared Goff, LeBron James, and a million bucks potentially. It's not a bad way to... Don't ever, don't ever say a sentence with Jared Goff and LeBron James. Jared Goff, you can go watch the Lions play at uh, SoFi. Aaron and Donald. See, uh, Aaron Donald will be there, too. Matt Stafford. You don't want to throw out uh, that name? Cooper Cup. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Dan Campbell, who cried because they're the only winless team in the NFC yesterday. Are they, the only, are they the only team that haven't won? In the NFC. Yeah, they, they, the Jags haven't won either. They have... Uh, Played some pretty decent football. They've, they've in been their in a five lot of games. games they could have won four of them. Quite honestly, they, four of them. They, they had the lead with 37 seconds to go yet, and the Vikings hadn't even had the ball back, and they won the game. It just it was it was one of the, they went for it for two to put them ahead 17 to 16 instead of kicking it to tie it and go to overtime. Still didn't work out. There's something in the air in Detroit or just something when you no put on those uniforms. Or something teeth and we're going to bite a kneecap off. You should try scoring some points. First of all, just here's one of the those thing. things. That quote will be remembered for a long time. Not, not, no, it won't. Here's why. Sometimes you got you got to go after a kneecap. Here's why. Yeah, he's going to get fired at the end of the season. He will forget he was ever the head coach in the first place. You're right about that. But that quote is a very memorable quote. I'm here to tell you that we're going to bite off some kneecaps, and this is you know I'm a football coach because I say things like bite kneecaps, and I say that we're going to fight. Yep. This goes back to what you're talking about earlier Mm -hmm. with the Chargers and Brandon Staley. Go for it and on two. Not kicking field goals. To, to trying to score touchdowns. Not giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. There's the difference between a guy that kind of understands the modern NFL and here's how we're going to go about attacking this. We're going to play the percentages in certain cases. We're going to get a lights-out quarterback, and I'm going to make sure that we're doing all the right things as opposed to this nonsense, tough guy. We're going to line up, and we're going to fist-fight you on every snap stop. Could be also, it, too, it's that— It's such an old way to look at it. He's got—and by the way, there's a ton of NFL coaches that are like that. There's a tough, ton of Major League Baseball managers. Like, fewer than there used to be. There sure, are, there I agree with you. There are a lot fewer Tony LaRusses and Dusty Bakers than there are— guys like Gabe Kapler and Dave Roberts Mm -hmm. yeah it's changing but you know it's at some point it will I feel like with the NFL things are starting I look I mentioned this and and I I say this kind of joking around yesterday I'm watching games and I know the NFL has this power there's an incredible amount of excitement right now in the NFL part of it because it's starting to become a little bit more they're playing the stats they're playing the percentages they're playing it's becoming a little bit more basketball MLB-esque where you're looking at uh, the analytics part of it. And I, I guess I just never really realized how exciting that could be in the NFL. Like, sure. Let, let me use the NBA as an example. The NBA, there was a preseason game. The first preseason game the Golden State Warriors played this year. How many threes do you think they took? In the first preseason game, 25. 69 three-pointers. <laughs> That's awesome. Sixty nine. Like let's make it seventy. Let's let's do better. I heard I heard John and Michael talking about it during the broadcast. I'm like, okay, wait, I, I got to bring that up to Michael in the pregame. Did this a couple of pregames ago. I'm like, Michael, is there a way that we can kind of go back to the big man kind of being more a part of the game? It, like, are will this average even itself out? And I actually got I was really surprised. He's like, 
sorry, buddy, once that can is open, you just can't close it. Feels like it. And I say that because when we talk about the NFL, is this what the NFL is going to be moving forward where you're going to start going for it much more on fourth downs, you're going to go for it on two? I mean, watching the Chargers these last three, four weeks, you know, with every week my team being the opposing team, watching those games – they're doing things I don't see very often. Well, I think they're doing things Maybe it's that you should do. incredible confidence so in the quarterback. It changes. Let's go back a little bit. Remember when the Rays were the first team to start shifting in Major League Baseball? They were the first team because they basically – the philosophy was this. We don't have enough – money to go buy the best players we're going to have young players maybe they're good maybe they're somewhere not but we're going to figure out a way to maximize this what's the best way? okay if we they did it out of necessity to, right and it worked and everyone else said oh that works a lot and they started to understand now everybody does it and part of it is you start to understand it that when you imagine if in 1990 you would have said hey justin turner you know play third base i need you to go stand in right field for this hitter people would have looked at you like you were a maniac you were like you were out of your mind, and the fact of the matter is, the reason you can do what you're talking about, shoot 69 three-pointers in a game, mm-hmm. the reason you can go for it on fourth and five from the 50-yard line is because the fans have now gotten accustomed to that this is the right thing to do. Before, you're screaming, fire the coach, and the guy writing in the newspaper, the guy on the radio saying, what in the world? But we all understand it's the right decision. Bill Belichick, go back, this is at least 10 or 12 years ago. But Remember that Monday night game mm-hmm. where they're on their own, and they're like on their own 40. It's fourth and four, and they decide that they're going to – it's near the end of the game. They have the lead, and he decides, I'm going to go for it, and they come up short, and he gets crucified for it, and his thing was, no, I'm not giving the ball back to Peyton Manning at the end of the game. I'm going to – I'd rather lose with my guys with Tom Brady. than watch him beat me. Okay. The fans understand it better than they ever have before. I, I think the fans are still behind it. I like. Uh, I'm telling you, me, I'm watching these games. It is – it's not – it's not um, – with the NBA, you could say that they've been doing it. If Alonzo Mourning started taking threes in the 90s for the Miami Heat, you're going to be like, what the hell? Pat Riley's losing his job or whatever mm-hmm. the hell was coaching mm-hmm. at that time. But now it's it's normal that you see guys that are t- – Carl Anthony Towns could step out and take threes. It's fine. AD can do it. It's it's accepted. I don't know if it's accepted yet in the NFL. I feel like we're in the middle there. of it right now. Like we're starting to, oh, wow, so you're allowed to go for it on fourth down? Oh, wow, it's okay to go for the two-point conversion? I, I think we are – this is somebody that watches the NFL. I'm not all the way in yet. Like, hey, this is how it's supposed to be. A year from now, I might be. Yeah, it feels like it's there for me. It, it, and it's mostly because the coaches understand the you think you're better than everybody else. No, it's just that the days of, we're going to line up and we're going to smash them in the mouth, it's it's gone. You're still going to get that. That's, all, that's always going to be there's there. There's always the going to be an element of it. But how many coaches do you think in the NFL, you look around and the 32 fall into that category? A handful? Maybe? Most of these guys well, you are got really some smart. Young, you got some young coaches that are coming out that are changing the game look, in front of us. Look at the coaches in just in the NFC West, mm-hmm. right? You got Sean McVay, who's in yep. large part responsible for all this stuff. Kyle Kyle Shanahan is that same guy. Cliff Kingsbury is that same guy. Pete sure. Carroll's an older guy, but has a much younger sensibility about the way that he goes about things. Look at the other Andy Reid and, and Pete Carroll might be, you know, at the, the this, yeah. 70 years old. It's not like John Gruden is one of the few remaining dinosaurs, and they looked terrible yesterday. Damn, how about that? McFay is 35, Mm -hmm. Pete Carroll 70. Yeah. And who would you want? 
And who yeah. would you decide? If you could say, okay, we're going to play the next it's no three seasons, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, no yeah, it's no question. And I think that's what's going on with Herbert. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on with Staley. And they're putting themselves in this position now where, look, I'm a Rams guy, mm-hmm. and I want to see the Rams win every week. I want to see yeah. the Rams go to the Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. want the Rams continue to be set up for success. But I would be lying if I said my head, and not, not that I'm going to get rid of my Rams gear, my head's been turned a little bit by the Chargers. I'm paying attention. Why wouldn't it be? They're really fun. They're Why really good, be? and they have a legit star at quarterback. If you were and watching, that's fun to watch. If you were watching NFL yesterday, or you go on NFL Network, you go on Sports Center. You're not going five minutes without them playing this Charger Brown amazing yeah. game. Which, by the way, almost a hundred points, a thousand yards in offense. It was just bananas. an unbelievable game. And and one of the things, look, you don't have to be a Charger fan. I, I've said this. Okay, I'm not a Charger fan. There might be some fans out there that love and support the the Los Angeles Chargers. But that doesn't mean that that's not an exciting brand of football. That doesn't mean that you're not going to go out of your way. If you were at SoFi yesterday, you were enjoying watching sure. a absolute shootout that seemed like Texas OU on Saturday. I mean, that's kind of what it was. So Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You know what it reminds me of? And it's it's the parallels are really striking. Okay, It's a lot like the Clippers. And, and follow me along. It, it, they're a much more enjoyable, watchable, entertaining thing if you're not here. Like you were talking, you said it really well on the NFL Network on ESPN. The Charger yeah. Brown highlights are all it over the place. Be, it could here, be Lob City, right? It, it's, it's, it's equivalent it's, of Lob City, highlight after highlight. Out, outside of this market, people mm-hmm. are looking at the Clippers last year going to the Western Conference. Finals, say, hey, this is really exciting, and people in town are yawning. But here's, it, here's it's, the thing: it's you. They don't have their market, but they have the attention of the league. Clippers today is not the best example, and I say that because it's not like it's – like they're trying to win a championship, and it's not the most exciting. It's how do we win. You know, Kawhi's not going to go out of his way to make highlights, and Paul George really isn't as well. Lob City was kind of a first on Sports Center. Chris Paul was throwing a lob to DeAndre. Blake Griffin was taken off from where it was – highlight basketball they were good players it was kind of a must watch they had that little run that they were in and they never won and hopefully that happens with the Chargers but not just stylistically I'm talking about good you're good you can watch it it's it's something they were good but they were good too they know they were very good good. I'm but my point is the Clippers never really advanced they did advance last year and it's like yeah cool like that could could the Chargers get to the AFC championship game and be met with a yeah, cool guys. Way to go. Let, let me let, no let me explain. no juice at all. I feel like they'd have a little more. No, if the Chargers, let's use this as an example. Let's say Chargers are in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. and they have a good enough record where they could have a game at SoFi Stadium. Okay, and they're going up against the Buffalo Bills, and it's those two teams, and it's some type of shootout. You know what? What did Buffalo put up yesterday at KC? One hundred and six. I think it was one hundred eight. Okay. <laughs> If it's if it's that type of style, you're turning some heads, Trev. You know whether you like it or not. It's just an exciting brand of football. It's working that you're on turning me. Some heads. It's, look, I I have no emotional investment other than I like to look at cool stuff, and that's they got some cool stuff going the on. The right NFL pickums yesterday. Cleveland took a 14 oh. point lead. You, I don't say 2-0 because oh. if you no, want to look ahead. at the overall score, no, I'm you're just, looking you, at your leaderboard I, I, right well, here. Let's see who won the week. Oh, that would not be. What'd you win? Five to four. Yeah. But what part? What was the verb? What did I win? Yes, I won. Okay. What's won. the overall score? Uh two. Well, three wins for me. Don't yes. one for you. And I'm, I'm counting the ones that you wanted to use. 
the the statistics that you wanted to go week to week through five weeks. What's I have won the, three. Just of them. give the total score. I asked the total score ninety seconds ago. No, well, I'm just explaining that by the rules that you determined that you wanted to use Anybody back else at the beginning. Watching this, when I tried to explain to you that it probably wasn't the best way to do it, you're like, no, 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 no. What's it has to be week to week. You know what I hate you have too one. is I don't write down. I don't write one. down the games. Right there. What's the total score? Two. Or three for me. Do you want to give the two, total points or no? Two for the guests and one for you. You have That's 17? The total score. I have 17. What do I have? The guests have 16. What do I have? I can't read my own writing here. 22 or 21? It could be 22. It might be 22. All right. But you lost again this Get week. Get your game up. <laughs> 22 to 17. I did. It's funny. I didn't even look at him this weekend until you came in like, who won the week? I'm like, well, let's take a look. Bro, I was pacing around in that Browns-Chiefs game, smoking two cigars <laughs> or two cigarettes. I was stressed as hell. I, I, like, I like that you I have needed this that great deal of stress on something that literally has no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 We've the, literally bet nothing. We have bet absolutely the, the, nothing. The payoff is the two minutes where we get to tease each other. Hey, do you want something for lunch? It. Don't talk to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need this kick from 68 yards to go through. Why aren't they kicking a field goal right here? How about how about when Eckler was trying not to score? I've never seen that this. before. Okay, listen, he was trying yeah. not to score. Yeah. If he doesn't score, Chargers will kick a field goal and win the game by two. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll win the money line. <laughs> you're right. But but you didn't. You know, if the Queen, we all know how that one ends. All right. The Lakers have not won a preseason game. The Lakers had 2,046 turnovers last night. Is that what it was? Yes. All of them by Russell Westbrook. By the way, some unfortunate news by Talon Horn yeah, Tucker. Plus, a year ago today, mm. something big happened in Los Angeles. All that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleba Show on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Be listening all morning. You got your chance. Laker tickets, Rams tickets, chance to win a million bucks, and Slee Good News. My newer Dodger hat, the one that I've had all season long, got its first playoff victory on um, Saturday night. It's a risky move. I, I, I felt it's good a, about it's it. It's a risky move what you're trying to do. What are you doing for the game tonight? You watching from home? Um, so we don't have Lakers talk actually this week's going to be on Wednesday. So tonight set up pretty damn well. Just watch it from home. A couple other baseball games before that. And then uh, Monday night football as well. I so think I'll uh, be skipping most setup. of Monday night football. I don't need to watch a Carson Wentz joint unless he's playing against the team. Oh that, no, you're uh, going to switch a channel over nah, for a second. I, I, you will. I'm going to the NFL. He's so worked up about this Dodger game, and I'm curious what Dodger fans think about where they are right now. One-one mm-hmm. heading into Game Three with Scherzer and question mark in Game Four. Here's the other part too: the Giants have a question mark in Game Four. They're going to go Alex Wood today, which puts 
uh, Albert Pujols into the starting lineup, most likely, the right-handed bat. But the Giants have some pitching questions in Game 4, too. Depending, they may go short west with Webb in Game 4 if they lose. You know, They may have to make that decision as well. I feel like the I feel like the Giants are um, and the Dodgers. I'm just kind of use this both. I, I feel like it's set up to go five games. I know you don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to see it. It I don't, feels inevitable. I, I don't think. And by the way, that doesn't mean you know. Do I feel like home field is going to be the difference in this series? I don't. I really don't. I think the Dodgers have as likely of a chance to go take care of business if they do get to a game five in San Francisco. It's so you're right, and the math would probably tell you that you're right. But man, in these playoff games where every pitch feels like the season's sure. going to turn on it, sure. it is nice knowing that you don't have to get those last three outs before the game ends. You know, you get you get to go up and hit at the yep. end of the game, or you get to end it early. Right? We can end it, in, and we still have at bats in our back pocket. Like during the regular season, I don't think about it too much. In the playoff games, it feels very, very different. You were at Staples last night, and uh, Lakers preseason is, I guess coming to an end i mean we're gonna see lebron finally but let's get to the real games because apparently no one's all that invested in these other ones well you know first of all this is unfortunate news we got this probably within the last hour or so sham sharani the athletic put out lakers got tht taylor tucker torn ligament in his right thumb will undergo surgery sources tell the athletic in the uh in the stadium so last week we got some news on trevor reza that he was going to be out Eight weeks is what they're saying, the timetable. He'll be reevaluated in eight mm-hmm. weeks, so we'll see how long it takes. Now, THT, I don't know how long of an injury this is, so we'll have to wait and see, but that's two players before we've even started the regular season, one being a young guy, one being somebody that's obviously an older vet. It, it doesn't – I mean, look, you'd like to have both these guys. You'd like to go through all eight months of the season and nobody ever sure, gets sure, hurt. Sure. But, look, I don't even know – I don't want to say it like that. It's not LeBron. It's not AD. Yep. It's not Russell Westbrook. It's not one of those guys. These are important players that are going to play an important role of the team. Guys are going to drop. Guys are going to come back in. But this this feels more like a ah, that's too bad. Okay, let's keep going as opposed to uh oh. It, 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 that does not feel uh oh to me. That's no. It's a fair way to put it. It's just uh, it's just kind of I guess you could say marking like all right, there's another guy before the season even starts. Um, how the Lakers done in preseason? So it's funny. You seem to enjoy the game yesterday. I I put out this question. (laughs) I put out this question yesterday. Thoughts on the preseason so far, Laker Mm -hmm. fans? Just simple question. This is after the game. Uh, 117 comments. Can I tell you if somebody's going out of their way on Twitter to really give their feelings about, you know, and and I I just say that simply because, Trev, there's plenty of games I do in the regular season. I may get 15 comments. Sure. This is a preseason game. And what have I noticed so far? I noticed that the Lakers obviously don't care about the preseason. They're not paying attention to it. I think it's kind of semantics. Let's get through these first six games. I think Funches and I were counting here. By the time you get to December 1st, you have 23 preseason game or 23 regular season games that you will have played, plus the six preseason. I think it's safe to say, get to December 1st, you got to have a good gauge of what this Lakers team is. Do you have any idea of how these pieces fit together? No. Because I'll, I'll be honest. No. I have not seen a ton of it because yeah. of conflicts with Laker, game, or with Laker games, Rams, and Dodgers. It's preseason. It, it's preseason, yeah. so I have not seen nearly as much of it as I would like, and I have no idea, but you've seen all of it. Any any idea at all about whether or not this is good, bad, or somewhere in between? No, and I, I don't think they care to show anybody. I think they're, you know, think LeBron said point. this a couple days ago. He talked about how, look, I don't need preseason at this stage of my career. No. Other guys might need it. I just don't personally need it. They have not yet played LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook together. 
according to what it seems like, tomorrow will be the first day tomorrow night when they play the Golden State Warriors at Staples Center. We're going to get to see those three together. Okay, what does it mean? Does it mean they're going to play 35 minutes each? No. It means you might get a little kind of glimpse. I remember Coach saying this early on when training camp started that game five and six of the preseason – We'll kind of we might try a couple different starting lineups. AD could be the five tomorrow to start the game. Um, Michael was talking about this a couple days ago. We were both guessing who our starting lineup would be. He thinks AD will be the five. LeBron will be the four. Carmelo will start at the three. Interesting. Ellington at the two. Russell Westbrook at the one. I don't. I think it will be more DeAndre Jordan at the five. Blah blah blah. I'll just say this about preseason play. I don't know how to determine how this Laker team looks, and that's okay. But what would be nice is you're not losing by 29 points like they did yesterday against <laughs> yeah, Phoenix. I hear you. <laughs> that you don't average 25 turnovers a game over your last two games. Um, that part, I think, would be nice. And plus, Trev, I mean, you know, you got a lot of fans that are excited about this product this year. So they're going to come out here at Staples Center three times in the preseason and come see you. You know, maybe kind of make it look like you yeah, care a little bit more. I, look, we, a little bit. This kind of comes back to. The same way I was looking at the end of the Dodger season, right? Where yeah. at some point, what beginning of the season, middle of the season, end of the season, what's our goal? Win a championship, right? Whether you're the Dodgers or the Lakers, win a championship. Are we going to win a championship that has anything to do with these preseason games? No. No, you're not. Is there, any, is there something that could happen that could damage our chances? Yeah, there is. Could also okay. happen crossing it, the street. Of course it could. Mm-hmm. But again, if it, basically what we're saying here is let's cross with a green light. Okay, the preseason is crossing with the light red. Sure. Okay, let's just sure. let's eliminate some of the the risk in this. Let's make sure that's that, a great analogy. That's <laughs> really good. Let's make sure that by the time we get to New Year's, give mm-hmm. or take, mm-hmm. everybody's where they need to be, and then we'll take our chances. We're going to make sure that pieces fit. We're going to make sure that everybody's ready to go. I do not care how they look through. A week, a month, a couple of months, unless it's just a disaster. And it won't be. There's too so, many good players. So their first 15 games, 12 of them are going to be at Staples Center. Do they have a really good chance to do some damage here to kind of get things rolling? Yeah, they do. I, 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 but I would be lying to you if I didn't say, okay, can we just not get pretty much blown out in four straight preseason games? That'd be kind of nice. That'd be kind of nice. I mean, the Rams didn't win a preseason game. They're looking pretty good. They got off to a pretty good start. And you know, for the same reason, they didn't play anybody. It's funny. The NBA doesn't do that, right? Like the NFL, NFL we, just started doing that. Yeah. Because it wasn't you're not playing anybody, or maybe this no, that, is the new coaching with Sean McVay. McVay this is how he does it. McVay started that too. And the old school guys, the Belichicks, the Andy Reeds, no, they you play, play a guys. little bit in game two. You yeah. play the first half of game three, and then you sit out game four, usually in the preseason. One year ago today, Al, one year ago, October 11th, 2020, the Lakers were celebrating a championship in the bubble in Orlando, and it feels like it happened 26 years ago. That's crazy. It it, it was one year ago. They won a championship. An entire other season was played. An entire year. Playoffs, crown of champion. We're about ready to start the third season since then. It's just, it makes no sense at all. That's how, and you look at it, you go back, and you say, of course the Lakers weren't going to win the championship last year. Of course not. You cannot commit like that, compete like that, have five minutes to catch your breath, and then start another season again. No way. You know what's crazy to think? Do you remember when the Lakers, that championship run, do you remember what team Russell Westbrook was on during that championship run? Honestly, I need. was it Houston? Houston. Yeah. So in that one year, 
he has played. This is his third team yeah. in a calendar Washington year. Washington and now the Lakers, right? Houston, Washington. So when you when you start putting that perspective, and I think that's a great way to put it too. Of course, they weren't going to win last year. No. How are you going to win a championship during that you know short time span? Everything else, but this season, you know, this one's different, right? Like this one is okay. Well. Whatever excuses that you had last season, which were all valid excuses, and oh, by the way, they were injured, and oh, by the way, Anthony Davis couldn't go, and if he can't go, Lakers don't have a shot. All that kind of wiped out the, you know, sweep all that under the carpet because people aren't going to care about that this season. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. You cannot play at that level with that many good players on other teams. Yeah burn the candle the way that they did and then have that little amount of time to get your body right what ad lebron carmel all these guys are talking about look we 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 feel good we're mm-hmm. we're ready to go again they didn't last year and that the injuries happened not a surprise look we've said it before miami was out early lakers were out early denver denver was out early everybody that played boston deep was in, in the boston eastern was the conference finals everybody that played late in the bubble was out early the next season that was exactly in retrospect it makes perfect sense one year ago today lakers won their championship and then still another week from tomorrow lakers will start their new season <laughs> It makes perfect sense. The Dodgers, there has not been an entire World Series played before the Dodgers went back on the on the court on the field to replay the season after they lost the title. That's what the Lakers had had to do. It's doesn't it, it defies explanation other than to say it makes perfect sense that the Lakers didn't win last year. All right. Fact or cap, a Funches edition of Factor Cap. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So our listeners are coming through on the food topic like they almost always do. We were talking about, I stopped at the fruit cart yesterday in lovely Baker, Can California. Talk to you. Got myself a little watermelon. And we said, who gets the cucumber? 
people are saying I'm missing out on the cucumber. Ice cold cucumber from Foot Biters. Cucumber with a little lime and tagine is massively underrated. Big E is saying you are missing out on this. We need to go hit a fruit stand and get cucumbers, Al. Yeah, I don't think we'll question anything. Whatever they want to give us, we're all in. <laughs> do you eat it like a corn dog? I mean, like <laughs> how do you how do you do it? Do you cut it into pieces? I'm I'm curious. I'm assuming they're all sliced. They're <laughs> you all just sliced don't walk up. around like the dill pickle at Disneyland, just crushing that cold cucumber along the way. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's the same uh, same piece of awesome. uh, produce along the way. Let's do a little factor cap. Hey, Funch. What's going on, guys? Or okay. is yours, hey, Funch? Is Funch's factor cap today. Long time no see, man. I, I know. I've seen, seen you more than my fiance and yep. my dogs yep. and my pets and everything. Funches okay. and I walked out of the studio eight hours you ago. You guys are wearing matching hoodies today. That's we are. Cute. We are. Yeah. Matching hoodies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not just any hoodies. They're, He's got the, uh, customs. the yeah. Kobe 8 in mm-hmm. black. I got the Kobe 8 in... Uh, and white here. Where's your Kobe black or where's your Kobe in purple? My 15 year old son has it. He's probably <laughs> wearing it at school today. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. They know, but see, this is the problem here at ESPN. Whenever they give us things like that, it's yeah. a cool sweatshirt. They gave me like a, a large, I, I, I'm not nine. I'm not going to be able to fit into that thing. I'm sure they have like a double XL, sure man. Come on, man. I'm sure it was an oversight. Or maybe it was one of those ambition clothing. Like, hey, you know, you should probably fit into something this size. Aspirational sweatshirt. All right, guys. Fact or cap? If both were in an NBA... This was going on... This question comes from uh, NBA Twitter over the weekend. If both were in an NBA draft and entering a league and knowing what you know about both of them now, would you draft Shaq over LeBron if you were in both in an NBA draft? Okay, so Shaq over LeBron. I'm going to go fact on this, but let me kind of explain here. If they're both in the same draft class and I'm taking myself back to those days, I think just because Shaq was so freaking dominating Mm -hmm. and I think the center position was more uh, valued Mm -hmm. than it is today, um, back then I would have gone Shaq and I would have been wrong. So (laughs) that's the reality because I think ultimately – the way you look at LeBron, his body of work, not only did he live up to the expectations, he surpassed them. I would have been wrong, and I think I would have took Shaq. Yeah, I think using the question the way that you had it phrased, Funch, knowing what we know now, I think it's easy. I think it's LeBron. I, in the moment, back in the 90s, yeah, you went with the big man. That's the way that the game was played back then. But if I have all the information, as great as Shaq is, Hall of Famer, multiple-time champion, MVP, all of these things, fantastic. Nobody's making the argument that Shaquille O'Neal is the greatest player of all time. They are about LeBron James. Well, okay, even <laughs> if I had the same equivalent, let's say, let's take it back to the 90s, and now you knew what you knew about Magic at that time. And Magic, and I make the comparison with Magic because him and LeBron, there's a lot of their style of play. Very of, similar. I want to go out and dish out 10 dimes, but I'm also going to grab nine rebounds and I'll drop 25 on you. How about if it was Shaq and Magic? Magic. I think magic too. Magic. Yeah. Why the hell wasn't I doing that about LeBron? Then? Yeah, and well, the game hadn't quite changed. And look, first of all, there's a lot of data that says those high school kids were going to come into the league and play really well, but you didn't know. But uh, there's ter- actually a lot of data ter- that would tell you that they're not supposed I, to be. That's what well. I mean. It was a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of them, Kevin Garnett, Hall of Famer, Kobe Bryant, Hall of Famer, LeBron James, Hall but of Famer. But we're not talking about probably all the other high school guys right. of course, that got drafted. But there were really great players in there, but there was a bunch of mystery. There was risk in taking a, a, a high school player. With Shaq, there was virtually no risk. Yeah. With Magic, there was virtually no risk. But you guys, don't you think that 2001 Shaq was like the most un? 
dominant force that we've ever seen in our whole lives. But the question was, knowing what you know now, Shaq got out of shape. Shaq got Shaq at the end of the line was not LeBron is still LeBron James. We're going on twenty years. Michael said it best yesterday. He said if Shaquille O'Neal had the drive of Kobe Bryant, forget it. You're winning. Lakers are winning six, seven championships between those two teams. I agree. Though, between with that. those two players. All right, guys. Fact or cap? Would you roll to a restaurant without a reservation and take your chances? Travis. Fact, because I just did it on Saturday night. My son and I Look were you. On, on a road trip in <laughs> Vegas, mm -hmm. and there's a spot that we went to about a year or so ago that we both loved. was online, open table, constantly looking, reservating, nothing, 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 nothing. We said, you know what? Let's give it a shot anyway. And we went in there, went to the hotel, went up to the restaurant, and said, hey, is there any chance at all? And she looked at us and said, yeah, come on back, guys, and put us right at the table. Got it. There was only open table in the restaurant. You got to take your. You didn't shot. have to say I'm Travis Rogers from ESPN. The blah, next blah, blah. time that comes out of my mouth will be the very first, but it worked out this time, and it was awesome. And I had one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. All right, I think I'm gonna go. I I gotta at least call, like where I'm gonna try to do this, Trav. I'm gonna have a conversation with them, and I'm going to probably spend a lot of time saying, listen. I know you guys are probably booked. I completely understand. But if I come by, do you think there's a shot? Like, can you at least put my name down? I, I feel like if I'm walking in blind and uh -huh. there's nothing there, I'm not feeling that good. But if I get a call in first, <laughs> I might be, you know, I was laying ringing, the groundwork. I was ringing that phone every couple of hours for a whole day. No one ever picked it up. Really? And I think it's just the 2021-ness of it all. People don't answer their phone, yeah. even at a restaurant. And in Vegas, it's a little easier to take a shot because if they say no, there's 10 other options down, further down the hotel. So I gave it a shot, and it worked out. All right, guys. Uh, fact or cap? This is stemming from uh, Game Two, uh, Dodgers and Giants. Tom Cruise is he the biggest celebrity f sports fan? Sliwa. Uh, I go cap. I haven't. I, There's an easy am one, I, right? Am I missing something here? Have I? Has he been at all these sporting events? I, I just he haven't. He goes to sporting yeah. events. Yeah. Did, Jack, okay. Jack, Here's Jack a, is yes. The big, but by of the course. way, you can go past that. You can go look at Boston, and you could go to the Matt Damon's. You can go to, or the Ben Affleck or whoever the hell goes in the Boston side of it. You can go to. Um, Did he who, just advocate for Boston sports fans? Who in the Bay Area is it? E forty that do you goes like hitting to all your the games? thumb with a hammer. Do you, or do you like stubbing your toe in the middle of the night on the bedpost? Or I'm just pointing out celebrities that go to games. Who's the chef with the blonde hair that goes out of Gordon Ramsay? Denzel is at every Denzel's game. Guy, Guy, Fury. Guy, Fury. Guy Fury. Guy Fury is a, a huge Raider fan. He's a huge Warrior fan. Okay. He's a huge Warrior fan. So. Drake. I, I, don't, I don't think Tom Cruise. Boston. No. Tom Cruise is there because somebody said, hey, you know, you could probably get on TV if you go to this game tonight. Spike Lee? Nah. The, the answer is Jack. Spike Lee's price second. Spike is a Spike, Spike Lee's damn close second. one, too. And Jack's getting to a certain age where he's not at all mm -hmm. of these games anymore. He doesn't come a whole bunch anymore. But Jack Jack is the OG celebrity uh, sports fan along the way. I bet you if you said to Tom Cruise, explain to me what's going on right now. Just tell me the yeah. situation. Uh... Do you think? Do you think that they Tom got a field goal right here? Any in great idea shape. of? Hey Tom, you think they should take no, this pitcher out or not? No, I'd punt for sure. Hey, he does his own stunts, okay? He yeah, does his own stunts. It's fine. I'm saying he's a wonderful actor, sports no, fan. No, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Didn't know you're a Ben Affleck guy. This is this is bad news for me. Is, it, but is it Affleck? That's the one. That's a the big. He's the, he's Matt all those red. Sox both of them. Both there. of them are insufferable. Yeah. Insufferable. Wahlberg. Wahlberg's another one. Yeah. Insufferable. <laughs> Uh, this is Let's just... go to the Sox. Hey, uh, Affleck, <laughs> you stupid dunderhead. This guy did Affleck. He did a Boston accent with the duck of Affleck. <laughs> That's amazing.
All right, this one is probably just for Travis, uh, yes. since we know about yeah, his long cool. weekend or whatever. Well, we have, uh, factor cap, together, is it always fun. a bad idea to dra- drive to Las Vegas? Travis. Well, this is the wrong day to ask me this question because I made that drive last night. It's terrible. There's no good way to do it. There's no way to miss the traffic. Unless you leave Vegas at 7 o'clock in the morning on on Sunday, you're going to sit in that traffic coming home. It's awful. The, the airport in Vegas is also awful. Vegas is fun. Getting to and from is bad. So I don't know if there's a better way to do it than another. So I'm going to call cap on that one. So wait, wait. Repeat the question. And by the way, can I be a part of this fun? Because I you did just say that it was <laughs> well, just for Travis. All right, factor cap, Sliwa. Uh-huh. It's always a bad idea to drive to Las Vegas. This is cap. It's not road trip. One of the greatest things you could do. Now this is back in the day. I wouldn't do it today. One of the funnest times I've ever had in Vegas was six buddies all in one of those suburbans oh. taking off to go to Vegas. Please don't tell me you were sitting in the middle and the back. <laughs> I don't remember. I think they were taller than me, so it could That's have been That's uncomfortable, man, for four hours. But there's nothing – there's a certain stage of your life where driving to Vegas is legit. Would I do it today? Absolutely not. But there is definitely a time, a road trip to Vegas – it's a fantastic time. Taylor's going to do it this the weekend. The road trip to Vegas is fine. The yeah. road trip back from Vegas, even the is flight hell from on Vegas, Earth. is, is just well, hell depends, on Earth. It depends if you're driving home with somebody. If you're driving home physically, if you're not driving home, you're just in a you know passenger seat falling that asleep. That honestly then. is worse for me sitting in the passenger seat. I'd rather because drive. I'd rather at yeah, least rather I have drive. something to pay attention to while yeah. I'm doing it. No, that's bad news. I had no idea. You know what the topic of the day is? Cucumbers from the fruit cart. Are they? Everybody, everybody says that we're blowing it. That you got to get the cucumber. I'm, I, literally, the next fruit cart I see, I'm stopping and I'm getting the cucumber. I'm, I'll, I'll put it on uh, Instagram the next time that we do it. All right. Uh, week five of the NFL was absolutely wild. So there's a whole bunch of things going on aside the fact that absolutely nobody could make a kick. We're gonna go game to game. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Cucumber out of the fruit cart. Learn something new every day. You in? Should we, we want to, we, what, we could walk in five minutes and find one from here, right? What are you waiting for? I'm in. You don't look like you're in. No, I'm in. <laughs> I don't you're know what you want me to do. You're I'm not here. convincing me. You're like looking around. Every you know? tweet I'm getting right now is only about cucumbers. <laughs> nobody, nobody. It's all cucumber radio all the time. Nobody wants to talk anything sports. They're like, yeah, we <laughs> do they ever? heard your opinion out. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go ahead and go to cucumber chat. All right, let's go around and talk about some of these games that we saw. We've got one more game for week five tonight. But, you know, it feels like the Rams played 150 years ago with that Thursday night game. Let's start with the. I was the, even asking, we were doing our prep. I'm like, yeah. who did the Seahawks play? play? <laughs> Did it not feel like they played 10 days ago? It, it, it feels like they played a really, really long time ago. Is Russell Wilson back from his injury? Uh, let's, <laughs> the, the four weeks go by already. Let's start right there. That 
Arizona and San Francisco play yesterday. Arizona wins at home. Arizona won the game, so they're five and zero. They're yeah. the only undefeated team in the NFC. Ugly but game. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. They did not look like they looked against the Rams the previous week. It feels like that whole. It feels like the division. Rams are still right in the thick of it. Arizona yep. obviously is in the driver's seat right now. You ready to write off Seattle at this point in that division, knowing what we know that he's going to miss for? Geno Smith is their backup quarterback, and then there's San Francisco, who's also at two and three, but still feels oddly dangerous. To okay, me. so let's let's do Seattle first. All right, we're talking about the NFC West, and then I think we should get into a little AFC West action too with the Raiders and the Chargers. So, NFC West, do you write off Seattle? Trev, they don't look good. They haven't looked good all season long. And there, Russell Wilson's going to be out, what they say, four to eight four weeks? Four to eight weeks. Let's take the middle ground of that. Yeah. Let's say six weeks. Can you Closing s- in on, on Thanksgiving at that time. Can you play 500 football? And, and I understand that they got some favorable games, but no game is a lock when you're missing your star quarterback. Geno Smith, by the way, looked all right against the Rams. Okay, yeah, well, that's a random. He comes into the game. They'll plan for him now. They'll go – every team now will be Makes prepared a big for him, right? So to answer your question – I think Seattle, there's a very good chance, are just going to get further and further out of the mix. San, San Francisco is not going to be a layup. They just won't be. But they also don't look like they're going to they're going to win the division. They, but they, San Francisco's got a weird thing going on with their quarterback, though. Because, look, the Rams, they've got Stafford. The Cardinals, they've got Trey Lance. Seattle has an injury situation. So they're, oh, Kyler Murray. They, they've got yep. that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. San Francisco, Trey Lance played last week. Didn't look great. Mm-hmm. Just look, he looked, he looked like a, a brand new quarterback sure. in the NFL, which you would yeah. expect. Now's but, not the time for him. Right. It, now's not the time, but Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt. You know they're going to make that transition eventually. If they lose another game or two along the way, instead of being two and three, you're two and five, and now all of a sudden the season's starting to get away from you a little bit. At some point, you pull the ripcord on Garoppolo and just go Lance and start getting him ready for next season, don't the you? The NFC West could look a lot different while we're eight games. Let, let's use the Rams as an example. You've been emphasizing this that if you got through the first five games mm-hmm. and you're four and one, you better not lose another game by the time you get to the halfway point. What are the la- what are the next three games for the for the? It's uh, Rams? unbelievable. The next three for the Rams have a combined record of two and thirteen, two and thirteen. Detroit, the, the Giants next Sunday, yep, one and four. Mm-hmm. The Lions after that here at SoFi, zero oh and five. The Houston Texans after that That's in right. Houston, mm-hmm. one and four. The only team Houston's beat is Jacksonville, who's won zero games. So that basically doesn't even count. They've so, won one real football game in fifteen weeks. So if you're the Rams, there's a good chance you're gonna start the season out seven and one. At some point, Arizona's gonna have some bad games. That's just how it works. But the beauty is you still get to play Arizona. So to answer your question about the NFC West, um, it's it's starting to look like it's going to become a two-horse race. And part of that has to do with injuries, and part of that has to do is just maybe overranking some teams in the NFC West. All right, you ready to throw dirt on the Chiefs yet at 2-3? and three? They got Not only did they get beat by the Bills last night, who look really good. Yep. Josh Allen had another big game, 315 yards, three touchdowns. The Chiefs look sloppy. Yeah, they don't look they good. They look disinterested. Mm-hmm. They, they look like they're playing with their food a little bit. They're just kind of messing around. I go back to this, and I know that they won not yesterday, but a week ago yesterday, right? When you have your quarterback, and Patrick Mahomes, if you did a quarterback draft, he'd be my first pick. Let me just, that's out there. He's he's the guy who I would want. But when you start having a guy throwing softball pitches for touchdown passes, literally like full wind-up underhand TDs, what are we doing here? 
There, there's like a there's like an element of they're not being serious right now. Their defense stinks. They're turning the ball over a ton. The Chargers are playing great football. The Chargers are winning games left and right. They need to get plugged in, or the Chargers are gonna the Chargers already beat them in Kansas City. That's right. Chargers could run away and hide in this. So division. I'm not gonna the the Chiefs are you said two and three. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll figure out a way to turn it they're around. One and two at home. They don't look good. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to defend the Kansas City Chiefs. They got three losses. Three losses, one-point loss to Baltimore, um, the six-point loss to the Chargers, and then yesterday again blown out by the Buffalo Bills. Their two wins at Philadelphia versus Cleveland. Okay, So they had that game in KC. Mm-hmm. I think Chiefs will eventually – easily lost that Cleveland game, by the way. I think Chiefs will eventually turn things around, but I don't think they're as dangerous as they used to be. No, the team and to I think beat, that's the key. The teams to beat in the AFC, the Chargers and, and the, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, those are the two teams that seem to have separated themselves. Okay, Cleveland in the AFC. You know who's no longer on that list? The Raiders. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. They lose 20 to 9 yesterday. They looked bad in their last two games. The yeah. first 3 games that they went 3 and 0, you don't have to squint real hard to see where that could have been 1 and 2. Sure. That the Raiders are a couple of plays away from being 1 and 4. They are 3 and 2. So what's the Bill Parcells line? You are what your record says you are. But that Raider team went from, okay, this is kind of interesting to, ah, they're the Raiders. Well, this also kind of plays into it. They've had they had the big game on national TV, right? Face plant. This is against the Chargers. And like you said, face plant at one point, I think down 21 nothing, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, a game, it's not like the Chicago Bears are the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's not like the Chicago Bears are the – uh, the the Los Angeles Rams. They're not the class of the NFC by any stretch of the imagination. You had a home game in Vegas, and you pretty much got beat the entire. Every time I looked at the score, it was fourteen to three. They were they were down the entire time. Mm-hmm. So what is this? As the dust settles in football right now, you can make an argument that Los Angeles has the best team in the NFC and the best team in the AFC right now as we sit here today five weeks in. I know you can also make an argument against that, but you can certainly make a case that the two best teams in football are in L.A. What's the one thing that every NFL head coach says over and over and over again and has for millennia? We don't want any distractions around here. We want to concentrate on football. We want to make sure that all of our guys are paying attention to the things that matter. John Gruden probably sings that song more than Mm. anybody else. And what happened this week? He sends an email, what, 10 years ago? 10 years ago. I think there's another one that came out, too. An incredibly ugly remark about DeMora Smith, who's the head of the Players Association. And all week, the question is, is John Gruden a racist? You talk about a, you talk about a distraction. You talk about something that's going to take the focus off the field. Some of the players, like, it's not that big deal. Some of the players were no commenting some of the questions. But for an entire week, when you finish practice and people come in and talk, it's, hey, is your head coach a racist? Mm. Thanks, John Gruden. Thanks for putting that out there and creating the one thing that every head coach hates, distractions. Yeah, but awful look. And I'm sure there's the players that say no comment. You know, I'm sure they feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Think? Like, I, I, think there's, I think there is the uh, – look, th- this is going to go back to – your head coach is your leader. That's the dude that's supposed to be setting the example all the way. We were burying Urban Meyer, put part of this stuff away, the fact that he decided, I'm not going to fly back with my squad. That's just not a leader. So I, I we don't have to sit here and get into the nuances of everything, but let's just say um, a terrible look. 
for the Raiders, for Gruden, and uh, and we'll see what happens. And, and now the team is right back where they always are, where you kind of look at them like, eh, you know, yeah. they, they just can't shoot straight. They just can't get their bleep together. That every time you're ready to think that, okay, maybe they finally got this figured out, they'll have a bad draft. They'll have a coach do something crazy. They'll throw some bad interceptions. The Raiders have, haven't been able to get out of their own way. And really since Derek Carr had that injury when they were 12-4 and four a few years, yeah. that was the one good yeah. season they had where stuff was clicking. And since then, just a garbage fight. Can I already give my um, my prediction of the Raiders after week six? Hit me. Yeah, they'll be three and three. Who at Denver? Go- Denver might go three and fourteen. <laughs> Denver was three and zero oh coming out of the gate. They, they'll win a handful more. That was the worst three and zero oh record I've ever seen in my life. But at Denver, that's a game the Raiders will lose. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> two teams going uh, in the opposite direction. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, look, they're going to win. Some doing games. our pickums right now? No, they got the Eagles. After that, they got the Giants, the Chiefs. That's no good. The Bengals, the Cowboys, football team, Chiefs again, Browns. They better win that at Broncos least, game. At least Denver. Yeah, you're right. They lost <laughs> Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Their first three wins: New York, yeah. Jacksonville, and the Jets. Yeah, not not great. Not great along the way. All right, Dodgers have a big situation. What do you do in Game Four? Does it matter if you win or lose? Does it matter what happens tonight before you make a decision on game four? All right, let's also throw this out there. Uh, if you're a Dodger fan, if you're going to the game tonight, you want to talk about how you feel coming into this game or you're just going to be like Travis and I sitting at home watching the Who game on the I'm couch, 877-710-ESPN. Dodger fans, how do you feel about tonight? Plus, how do you feel about Max Scherzer going tonight? And, and you know, one of the things that – uh, Trav and I will make sure that we talk about is his last three starts, how he's looked, especially that game, that wild card game against St. Louis. So we'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 